Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Let's talk about sex, Jamie. Let's talk about you and me. Let's talk about all the good things and the bad things that may be. Let's talk about sex, Jamie. Let's talk about you and me. Let's talk about all the good things and the bad things that may be. Let's talk about sex. Hey guys, welcome to Vanilla Chats, which is a side mini-sode thing that we're doing alongside the regular Let's Talk About Sex Jamie episodes, where I chat with my guest host, Matt Smith, about all things vanilla. Now, I've been doing this sex podcast malarkey for a while now, and I've chatted to hundreds of people about their different kinks and uh, various aspects of like, you know, their sex lives and things that they're into and all that stuff. And through all of that, I basically had my mind opened and I've learned a bunch of stuff about the world of kink and, you know, it's just sex in general and what everyone can kind of be into. Um, and I started out as a very, what I would say, vanilla guy. And I, I'm still kind of vanilla, I think. But I feel like I'm sort of a step above vanilla, you know, like Madagascan vanilla. That's that's where I'm sitting. That's where I'm labeling myself. But anyway, I think that these conversations between people that aren't necessarily into the kind of kink world, the kind of, you know, that, that sort of scene are super important. And I think there needs to be more conversations out there between people who would classify themselves as vanilla. Um, and yeah, so the idea is that just gonna be me and Matt chatting about some stuff, you know, two guys that probably, you know, self-classify as vanilla um, and a bit inexperienced and naive in this world um, about the things that we're learning outside of our little, you know, usual bubble. So yeah, hope you enjoy it. If you do, let us know what you think on the Instagram at Let's Talk About Sex Jamie and yeah, share it with a friend. Uh, word of mouth is the lifeblood of anything creative and it really helps us get um, our kind of message out there and all that good stuff. So yeah, hope you enjoy it and chat to you soon. Love you, bye. This is another Vanilla Chats. Um, I'm going to be joined by the uh, amazing Chloe from Stripper Stories podcast and uh, our, you know, regular, you know, what's, what's the word? The, the guy that like is in the bar all the time, even though like there's no one else there. He's like constantly at the bar. Whenever you go to this pub, he's like sat at the bar and he's ordering like the same drink every day. That guy, Matt Smith. Um, who is jumping in now? There we go. Best introduction I've ever been given, mate. That was amazing. Hello, everyone. I'm Yo. the guy at the bar. I should have a drink. Yeah. I've just got water. How boring is that? Oh, mate, look, I've got wine. I thought I'd uh, like properly, you know, sex podcast it up and get some rose. I have now some, I'm a real sex I have, podcaster. I have some rose in the fridge. Should I get it out? My fridge is right here. Get it out. Like my setup. Yeah, man. Should I get it out? Yeah, right, go on, it's nice. I just went go, to the gym, go, though, go, go so on. it's going to go straight to my head. All right, all right, one sec. I'll Stay there. Don't go anywhere, everyone. Yeah, so I'm I am I am uh, celebrating on behalf of our producer Hannah's birthday, who um, is not allowed on camera. She's downstairs, uh, hopefully getting drunk. So there's a balloon back there. There you go, and we're giving some rosé, and I'm celebrating you, without uh, showing her off. <laughs> Are you ready for this? I have always wanted to do this, Jamie. Uh, this is one I prepared earlier. There you go. Nice, very good. So it's actually this is not the rosé. This is a, a a natural wine, a natural white wine. Good evening, natural Jamie. Natural wine. What's what's natural unnatural wine. about unnatural wine? So uh, if we want to get technical, let's change the podcast, Jamie. Let's talk about wine. Um, <laughs> it's, uh, it's this is conflicting with my working it. class background massively. I, I don't feel comfortable right now. Go on, fill us well, in. Mate, this, is, this is hipster stuff, man. This is nothing fancy fancy. Oh, yeah? This is purely, it's, uh, it's purely just, it's the process basically. It's like without any you know, preservatives. So it actually, technically it doesn't age. It shouldn't age because it's, yeah, you'll get bacterial and all that kind of good stuff. Oh, but um, it's really nice, man. And it's, uh, it's often a bit darker. This one's actually quite light. But yeah, Jamie, cheers, mate. Happy Cheers, birthday, man. Hannah. We love you. Happy birthday, Hannah. Producer Hannah. Happy birthday, so Hannah. you can tell that we are from different ends of the, let's, let's call it uh, areas, just areas of England. The way you hold a wine glass. Hold that up again. <laughs> the way you show Sorry, me. I, was, I, I hold like that, this. Do you know why you don't hold it like this? Go on. Because it heats the wine up. Oh, of course. See, I just drink it too quickly for that to matter. It totally doesn't matter. Yeah, good point. Yeah, there you uh, go. But I, right. I, I, I would. Yeah, sorry, go for it. Yeah, no, go on, no, go on. Chloe hasn't quite mm. figured out where the uh, request to join the stream is. So we've got some time. No, but I, I got called out, and I went to this like. Yes, I told you I went to that supper club, the secret supper club, the other day. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyone who's in Lisbon watching this, you've got to go check these guys out. They're amazing. Anyway, and you know it's at their homes because you know obviously nothing's open. So 
Uh, and they, they're like, they're high-end chefs, right? And, and uh, you know, you're sort of walking around and, and oh, I don't want to tread, tread, tread wrong here. They, um, he was like, oh, it's Matt, which one's your glass? Oh, don't worry, I can tell. And I was like, oh, really? How can you tell? And he's like, I would never hold a glass like this. Like, you know, I, I finished the wine. I know, and I finished the wine and I, I just picked it up to put it on the table like this, you know? And he was like, oh. <laughs> kind of really, uh, yeah, anyway. So that's a window into my world here in Lisbon. Yeah, that's good. Wow, how the other, how the other half lives. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah this is good. So this is going to be uh, Chloe from Stripper Stories first mm-hmm. uh, IG live ever. Wow! Um, I think she's excited. She's found the button, so let's get her in. Uh, Brilliant. Uh, oh, we're going to take a virginity. Go. I feel like we should use that yeah. terminology given given the world we're talking about. True. We're going to take a, a IGTV live. Ah, yeah. Oh my god. Woo. Yes. yes. I'm so yes. sorry. I'm like such a grandma. Cheers. Nice to meet you. Oh, cheers, you guys. Too, Chloe. Oh, you're amazing. Everyone. Cheers, cheers, cheers. What's that? Are you, are you drinking milk? It's, it's a monster. A monster energy. It's had oh, like, nice. Oh. God, as if you didn't have enough over. energy already. This is oh, going to be God. terrifying. How, how is everyone? Blinding. Loving life. I'm good. Yeah, mm. really good. How are you? Great. Really good. I've realized that like, I've never done one of these before, <laughs> so I'm like super excited. There you go. Welcome. So, yeah, I mean, I feel like we should probably explain the mask. Oh, yeah. Do it. Well, you tell us. You're a, you're a wanted criminal, right? Is that <laughs> I, thought, what it is? I thought you were yeah. going to go through it. I was like, well, you know what? I think, especially with the lip, lipstick all over it, this has been used a million times in my slutty adventures. Um, but <laughs> I thought I'd just keep it on so we all know I'm a massive whore. But um, yeah, it's nice. because uh, my, all those of my friends come on my podcast and everyone mm. in my circle listens to it. So mm. it's more for them than for me. And because they're like really, I, I mean, guess, bearing their souls and... Mm. Being really open and honest with me, I kind of um, didn't want to put them in that position kind of thing. So mm. it's more for them to kind of uh, be able to feel like it's a safe space, especially when they're coming mm. on and talking about their coming out story and things like that, things that they haven't really mm. exposed um, mm. as such. And they all use anonymous stripper names too. So it's kind of a thing. So no one really knows nice. who's on the podcast, which is quite nice. I quite yeah. like it. So Yeah. Yeah. I like that. I like that. Yeah, yeah it's it's, def- it's odd. Like a lot of people um, want to use uh, like pseudonyms or like at least maybe not use their real names on my podcast as well. Like there's been a bunch of yeah. names that we've used. Um, yeah, I had I had a couple actors on that wanted to hide their story, like not not like be relatable, so they put on a different accent for the whole story. Obviously, yeah. being actors, they can do that. It was pretty impressive. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, I get that. I guess yeah. Some sometimes stories can be private, and that's cool. <laughs> we don't always have to I've be got like it. us, just like listen to all of our private stories. <laughs> oh my god, I know it's the worst. But how do you go about picking a stripper name? I'm curious. I mean, I, I'm curious also what Jamie would pick. What would you pick? <laughs> yeah, go on. Well, well, well I, what, what's the process? Firstly, like how, how does you, how do you, do you pick some like areas that you you want to focus in, or is there is there like a playbook? yeah what i don't know that's the question i mean for me chloe was because someone was my old stripper name which was kiki but that was when i chose myself mm. before the drake song came out um and <laughs> this was like back in like 1943 and then someone was called cc so i was like oh can't be called kiki because when they say like they call you up to the pole it's one of those things you see on like the movies that actually have like cc to the pole and yeah and like, kiki, oh my god that's my name better not be so Chloe was kind of just donated to me through, you know, it being just a, you know, absent, unused name, uh, basically okay. very like bland. So yeah, that was why I got given Chloe. I quite like Chloe, um, mm. but yeah, people get called all sorts of things like diamond, big puss, little puss, cardboard box, like anything you want really. So cardboard box, nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's but, really. But you, Jamie, too. cardboard box, what? <laughs> Well, yeah. yeah, I mean, I kind of look like a cardboard box. I'm wearing this, like, weird shirt that looks like it's made out of cardboard. Um, yeah. I'm doing the, like, lockdown smart thing where I'm wearing, like, shirt up top, jogging bottoms on the bottom. You know, I'm doing the, like, yeah. 2021 oh, yeah. vibes. Um, but also, Jimmy, yeah, your, like, your room always makes you, you, you kind of feel like, I always feel like every time I talk to you in your room, you're in a cardboard box. Because it's like, you know, it's like, it's <laughs> Listen, man, dark it's London living. Light. It's London it's living, right? <laughs> we can't all live in fucking Lisbon, Matt, all right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, sorry. Uh, yeah, no, yeah, I like my cardboard box, leave me alone. Um, yeah, so my, you know the whole, like, porn star name thing, where you get your, yeah. um, your first pet's name and then your mother's maiden name? Yeah, so mine is really cool. My so my first pet was Lucky, and my mother's maiden name is Spooner. So my porn star oh. name is Lucky Spooner, oh, which no sounds way. nice, doesn't it? It sounds like a kind Jesus. of like 
sort of like ex yeah. art, like nice kind of couples porn, you know, yeah. like quite oh, a lot of cuddling, yeah. a lot of kissing, Lucky Spooner. Um, if I you do the that. other one, which is your the, the street you grew up on, um, and then your no, hang on, what was it? Yeah, your, it's your first pet's name, and then the street you grew up on. Mine is then Lucky Langbrook, which sounds Ooh. much oh better my God. as a porn Love that. So, Love that. yeah, so I'm covered. I'm just doing the math of what mine would be. So hold it. It's, it's first pet's name and then yeah. your mother's maiden name, right? Yeah. 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 And then your street name. Okay, mine's golden. So I've got Puppy Helm. Um, <laughs> that would be my... Yeah. And then I've got nice. Puppy Park Town East, Johannesburg. Because <laughs> that's where I was born. <laughs> puppy Park Town. Puppy Park. Puppy Park, puppy Park Town East. Yeah. <laughs> puppy Park. Yeah. I'll take that. Oh, so your first, your first pet was called Puppy. How yeah, imaginative is that? <laughs> my, surname is, my surname is Smith. You know, like oh, yeah, how we, oh, could yeah, have, yeah. we could have been, we could have been more inventive, but no, our first dog was puppy. And then, you know, we actually had one before that and it was called Nipper. I mean, like, come on people. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. only excuse is I was a child. It's my parents' problem. Okay. <laughs> oh, Chloe, what's yours? What's your no, I'm trying to think. Okay. I think one was Molly, Molly over. Molly over. <laughs> what the hell? That, that sounds amazing. good. You could have a yeah. position named after you. Oh, as like, so good. Like, yeah, yeah, the do Molly, like Molly over. over, like we did last yeah. night. Yeah, Molly over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to try this Molly over. Yeah. <laughs> nice. What would that be? So, what would that be? I don't know what that would You tell us. Be. You tell us. You're, yeah. the, um, you're the, the Molly over entrepreneur. <laughs> it, has to, it has to be something like Spread Eagle, something like that. Like really, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, legs everywhere. It involves an arc, because like an arc over something. There's like there's legs in the air. There's, yeah, there's, there's something <laughs> yeah. there. Well, come on. I would love to. There's something erotic about whispering Molly over. You know, just Molly, Molly over. over. <laughs> just, uh, yeah, tonight? Is it that kind of night? Molly over. over. Molly over? Oh my God, I'm going to try that next sexual encounter I have, whatever that is. <laughs> Make sure she's called Molly, though. Make sure she's called <laughs> yeah. Molly. Yeah. Well, yeah, she's like, who's Molly? I'm like, no, I mean, hold on. It's a bit. No, don't leave. Oh, <laughs> it's a thing. Uh, <laughs> it's a. It's a... <laughs> anyway. Well, so, Chloe, tell us, tell us about stripper stories. Um, Fill us well, in. Where would you even start? I mean, it was born out of lockdown, like a lot. Uh, podcast like many creative projects were yeah so what made yeah. you want to start it what, everyone always right? asks me that question i'm really bored of answering that question so i'm going to ask you <laughs> what made you want to start your podcast i think it was just because i was that person at the uh strip club now at the party where you're like oh my god let's talk about <laughs> anal let's talk about anal bleaching stretching this and that and everyone's like please just go somewhere where you're wanted so i think i decided <laughs> to do a podcast for that reason um so that explains spend... why we get on so well then actually because yeah i'm always the person that like if the conversations about sex are really engaged and interested and i have things to say if it goes on about other things i get really bored i know um, so yeah maybe that's why we, we were destined to meet it makes a lot of sense now <laughs> yeah yeah so what kind of things do you normally cover um literally everything it started off being stripper stories but then as like lockdowns happen and the strip clubs aren't open people are like oh i've used all my best stories you only want to use the fucking good ones not the really super dark ones all the time <laughs> so we decided to just like move on from uh, that and like i've had doctors on doctors like sex doctors um loads of people from the gay community black community talking about their different stories i think that yeah. it's really important to keep it like fluid i don't like just talking about sex work because I mean, at the moment, especially with Instagram and literally stopping anything nipple related, I think it can become very negative, especially with what's going on. So I like to just kind of keep it a bit light. And um, I mean, we had a chat the other day, didn't we, about the hashtag not all men movement, which I really enjoyed. But um, yeah, but yeah, I think I think stripper stories is just whatever you want it to be. I think anyone who wants to come on is just a safe space for people to just talk about their filthiest secrets or their like. <laughs> scariest stories you know they ever want to like get out there i think that's um that's the most important thing and i've had so many people reach out to me it's, it's a really nice community to be in it's like our podcast sex community because yeah. people actually do want to talk about it and they're not like shooing you away you know like in the party like, <clears throat> yeah but, no, this is vanilla chest, but like tell my girlfriend that's on the table just don't do it like you know <laughs> Go away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. There's, there's a lot of like crossover as well. So we've interviewed the same guests. Like I've got uh, Armando, who I think is in the chat. Hey, Armando, um, is, in, is in the the current list. Love your Jamie episode. Yeah, is uh, with the artist, erotic artist Armando and Chloe. Um, yeah, talking about shadow banning and all that bullshit. Um, yeah, and we yeah you've interviewed him as well, and the um, diaries for discussion guys. There's, there's a lot of crossover. It's good. It's good. It's yeah. a nice little weird community. Um, yeah, yeah, I love it. 
Yeah, me too. I'm, I'm a big fan of it. I think I had a lot less friends that, that uh, actually like enjoyed me before the podcast uh, <laughs> thing happened. So that was quite, that's quite nice. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But Chloe, I've got a question then, because Jamie and I obviously being the, the men in this conversation, um, and there's such a lack of them, right? I mean, you know, yeah. Jamie's been doing this for a long time. And, you know, I think I'm probably one of the first people you've really been able to actually speak with Jamie about this kind of stuff, right? Yeah. And it was only because I, I, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And how how is it for you and your female friends? I mean, is it a lot easier? Is it a lot fewer? Like, oh, that's super interesting. Tell us more. Tell us your learnings. Or is it still also like an absolute like getting blood out of a stone? Well, <laughs> it depends on the woman. It really just depends yeah. on the woman. I hate to be sexist about it, but like they naturally they say that like women talk about sex more. Like me and James mm. talked about the past week, didn't we? That it was, you know, it's women like to talk about the emotions behind sex. And, oh, when he like mm. licked you behind the ear, what did he whisper? Money over. Yeah. Like, you want to hear? Money over. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> so I think yeah. men are more like you know, like Jamie said, and I learned a lot from you actually. We're talking about like the the conquest, like the numbers game. Did you fuck up in the arse? Two points. Yeah. I think yeah. it's kind of that stereotype. Not all men are like that. Not all women are like that. Not, I would say all women are um, as open as you would like, especially when it comes to me. I'm like, tell me at 2.3 minutes in, what <laughs> how big was his dick by inches <laughs> and centimetres? You know, it's, it gets that deep. So I think it depends yeah. on the woman. Um, I like the more info, the better. <laughs> I think uh, like nothing is too graphic for me, um, especially yeah. with my job. So yeah, I think, and also, I mean, it is hard to find friends on your level that you actually don't want to just, I guess, uh, what's the word? Scare them away. <laughs> like I'm saying mm. this like a balaclava, like. My lips are my face. Like, ah! Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I've been out all night. Uh, um, but yeah, so I think to find your people is a good thing, and I just mm. find it very hard to like taper myself like <laughs> make myself smaller when i'm just like talking about sex and anal all day it's very difficult even at yeah, nine in the yeah, morning yeah. you know so i yeah. think it's been a good I, learning lesson for me just like sometimes yeah 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 i find it super interesting like the the just the reaction of people finding out that you have a sex podcast i think is quite interesting which i guess matt you've got a fair amount of experience about this now telling people that you have a sex podcast right i guess the interesting reaction it's quite it's quite divisive um and yeah i think it's very interesting especially with like my, my whole thing um is about you know trying to have i think i think you're the same chloe is trying to have the most frank discussions possible because then <laughs> like if, if you just like smash into the taboo head first at least someone like someone who might not want to talk about that stuff you know it doesn't seem as bad anymore because we've we've gone out and said the most horrible graphic details about our sex lives so <laughs> then maybe it'll encourage someone else to be slightly more open about theirs and just yeah. talk more but that's the kind of reaction i feel like i get from the more um reserved people the more people the people that kind of like gasp if i say i've got a sex podcast once they actually <gasps> like go listen to it um yeah. and, and you can tell they're listening to it with like very sort of trepidatiously just very like you know carefully listening to it and they always come well it, most of the time they come back and they're like oh that was actually pretty good and it's like well yeah because it's not you know it's not um sort of kinky people talking to kinky people about other kinky people it's like we're just kind of yeah. openly discussing our, our experiences and that's something that you can look in on right and it kind of will like subconsciously make you think about things a bit differently i'm not saying that if you listen to a sex podcast you'll suddenly be like into you know getting pegged or whatever um but yeah i think it's, yeah. it's an interesting kind of there's an interesting shift in people's mentalities when you tell them you have a sex podcast and then if they go listen mm -hmm. to it as well um yeah i'd say that yours is probably just this is just going off of your like intro music yours is probably like more balls to the wall than mine but you're very yeah. much in with the sex noises like and you yeah you tell everyone to open their holes and stuff which i love um yeah which is good i think i think that's how you smash taboo like there's breaking the taboo yeah. and then there's fucking destroying the taboo and i think you're on yeah. you're on that track you know? <laughs> i think it's a lot easier behind this mask as well i mean even though it wasn't my choice um and i think you know you i do put it out like down to those mm. girls on, on instagram who are just like fucking asshole shitting pissing everywhere i'm like yes <laughs> and your face is plastered everywhere i'm like good that's mm. how we should live but yeah you know, it, it is a bit of a shame that I have to wear this. I hate it. I hate it so much. You know, to the point where I haven't even been doing it or doing anything video because it just mm. seems really fucking fake to me. But, um, you know, I think hopefully things will change at one point where I won't, you know, have all my friends on my podcast. I'll have actual people. <laughs> fuck, and I'll just be like, you have to delete the first so if, couple. So will it ever come just, off? Yeah, yeah. Just, yeah, if, it's, if it was just you, like, on, on your own, like, if you weren't trying to sort of protect your friends, would you be happy to have your face out there attached to these stories of yours? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, I've got nothing to hide. I think sex is something that everyone does. 
um, you know, none of us would be here without it. It's like sex work is <laughs> the oldest profession in the world. Let's get fucking used to it now, okay? Yeah. I think, and as well, like with what you just said, I think it's really important that if you can talk about it, talk about it. You know, <laughs> and I think other people will want to talk about it with you and actually, you know, give a shit. I think if we're all mm. just not, you know, from young as well, not talking, I think that really sets a bad example to future generations, even just like from now onwards, you know what I mean? Let alone from mm. how my parents brought me up, you know, it's like, that's mental. But yeah, yeah. I'm fine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's, I've just spotted a comment in the chat, sorry, I wanted to bring up. Daily horoscope. I write sex yeah. horoscopes. And it's similar for me. People are like, you write what? I mean, I have to ask. You write what? What, what, what is that? Like, I, give us an example. Can we get Can we get some free horoscopes in the chat? Yes, actually. Like. Jamie, it's your birthday soon. Maybe we could find out what your it birthday is. Yeah. Or birthday oh, it's is Hannah's birthday uh, today. It's, so it's, it's Hannah's, birthday today, Hannah's yes. birthday today. Yeah, so it's her birthday uh, today. Give, us, give her a horoscope. <laughs> She's in the chat. <laughs> She's in the chat, yeah. Yeah, oh, I'm excited. Yeah. Um, so one thing I definitely wanted to cover, um, obviously anyone watching this should go and check out my latest episode of Let's Talk About Sex Jamie because Chloe's on it talking about men who are scared of their own cum. So let's go over that because I got a message out of the blue from Matt. Sometimes I forget because me and Matt work so close on podcasts now. I forget that you actually listen to it. Out of the blue, <laughs> Matt just messaged me, no preamble, just saying, no, so, uh, you ever tried your own cum? <laughs> <laughs> that was exactly it. No context, nothing. Just hey, yeah. have, you, have you have you ever taken a bit off the top? Uh, <laughs> so, so I haven't. I haven't. Have you? Mm. Uh, you know what? I like I said, like I, I have, but it wasn't like I wasn't like a, it wasn't like a you know, you know. Okay, uh, you know, it wasn't like I literally. <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't. Like, Whoa, that just went everywhere. Jesus Christ! I don't my see, that's why I haven't tried it because of the risk. Like sampling um, in a wine glass. Yeah, literally, just sort of like uh, look at the color. No, you don't do that anyway. No, so yes, I have, but I, it wasn't like I, you know. It, so I've definitely tried it uh, accidentally. Um, you know, like not not because I was, you know, oh, I can't control it. It was just it was during sex, and, and it happened one time. And I, but I remember specifically, and that's why I asked you the question because I'm I'm not going to say who it was. He's a good friend of mine from from school. You know, I was boarding school, and you know, we we would we would occasionally talk about stuff like that. Anyway, one of my mates goes. Have you ever tried it? And we were like, and it was at the age when we learned that it's meant to be salty. You know, it's always oh, meant to be salty. Remember that, that, yeah. that myth we were told? And then, you know, and uh, I think we were 15 or something like that. Anyway, and my friend goes, have you ever tried it? And we were like, no. And he's like, you ever taken just a little bit off of the top? <laughs> <laughs> and he said those words. And we were like, like a milkshake. <gasps> and then I was thinking, so I went home that night and I took a little bit off the top. Okay. And nice. uh, so I definitely it? tried it then. It was n nothing like I expected it to taste. It wasn't salty and it was, it was like phlegm. Okay. Great. Tasteless. Ta it was tasteless, it tasteless, to be honest. Yeah. It, well, at least it, what, from what I remember, it was then. Uh, and I've definitely since then accidentally tried it again. And again, it was, it was more of a texture thing and a, and a, and a, and a uh, temperature. Um, and, and maybe Chloe, I mean, if I, I, I th the thing is, I'm a, definitely a fan of uh, a girl swallowing cum, which is obviously something that doesn't happen very often. Uh, I love it when really? it does happen. Really? Uh, Birthdays really? Really? <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Um, it's definitely something that I that I quite enjoy. Um, maybe because it doesn't happen that often, makes it special. I don't know. But I mean, Chloe, I, I, you know, I have to ask: Have you have you have you swallowed cum? How was the experience? <gasps> well, I like the first of all that you keep saying, I accidentally, uh, I accidentally, uh, the third time, I uh, accidentally, uh, yeah. I tried it. <laughs> I mean, he was morning, bad enough. Uh, <laughs> my bouquet was just accidentally. Yeah. Um, yeah. I feel like cum, cum is one of those things to enjoy. The more, the better. If you find the right, well, I mean, personally, I've never had a bad experience. I, d I really don't know where it comes from. However, yeah. I've had a lot of girls on the podcast, I'm like, that's one of the questions I would give them, like, have you, do you like cum? They're like, oh my God, no, it smells, it smells. I'm like, right. <laughs> it's sticky. All, it's sticky. <laughs> it gets in my hair. I'm like, what the fuck? No, okay. <laughs> and I, I have never really smelled bad cum, but maybe it's just because, I don't know whether it's food or whatever. Maybe I've just had like, the pineapple guy. I don't think pineapple's a thing. <laughs> he really just shut the fuck about pineapple as well. That's I cool. don't know. I've heard good things about pineapple. pineapple really? Cum. Do you know about this, Matt? 
I have heard about this. I also listened yeah. to the, both your conversations on, on both podcasts and I had heard that too. And I, you know, like there's the thing about asparagus and we and all these things. Oh, but but like, I just saw the comment from uh, <laughs> Amanda Koba is golden. Matt, I know for a fact, you know what wine pairs best with cup. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, and Armando actually, is a Renaissance painter and he is calling you out on your wine tasting table. I know. So you know, you know that you've been, yeah. you are the highest class. In the right. we, we burst the bubble. I think it's more of a burgundy would pair quite well with, uh, with cum because of the soft tones and the continuation of the taste. Anyway, cheers, everyone. Nice. Yeah, cheers. Charles, 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 Charles darling. Charles, Charles, darling. Enjoy your monster no. energy drink. Please. Cheers, darling. Cheers, cheers. <laughs> Yeah, uh, so I'm trying to catch up with the chat. So Kalandra says, diet is a biggie. Mm. Vegan cum is sweet. Sweet. Ooh. With three E's. Okay, wow. interesting. Interesting. Nice. Um, I like uh, Jay huh? Margaret's, Margaret's comment. <laughs> Just, it's not tasteless. <laughs> like, Jay, Jay, Jay Margaret's seen some shit. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, daily horoscope. Uh, yesterday was cake and cunnilingus day. Oh, nice. Ooh. Um I'll post one for each of you this week and we'll tag you. Yes, <gasps> I want a horoscope. Yes, yes please. Please. Yes, I want, please. I'd love one of those. Amazing. Uh, sweet. All right. So, yeah, that was, um, that was an interesting <laughs> conversation, I think. Um, I, mm. I feel like I, I feel a bit um, sort of not like I'm qualified as a, as a sex podcaster if I haven't tried my own cum. So maybe yeah. I, need to, I need to fix that. I've done it peer pressure, like, Jamie. Definitely... <laughs> Can we peer pressure already, tonight? Actually, no, tonight. to send you a dick pic. <laughs> Yeah, that's, I'm working on that, that still. Um, but, yeah, I've, I've done it like accidentally, like, and again, yeah. caveat it back. But like, as in, I've shot my own face. That's happened a couple of times. Same, um, but, same. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I have a question actually, Jamie. This is actually maybe some for our personal vanilla chat, which is you and me. But uh, a male ejaculation uh, in terms of when it squirts, right? Does that happen every time? <laughs> um, what was that? <laughs> I like the action. The action. Yeah, I like the energy you put into ejaculation. Male yeah, ejaculation. Good. ejaculation. I almost felt it. Yeah, <laughs> but, but but that was something I, I I remember when I was sort of my teenagers because like for me it, it'll only ever I will only ever like squirt cum, uh, you know, a couple of feet or not a couple of feet, couple of couple, couple of inches or so when it's been a while. Uh, and when oh, I really? also or when there's a lot of buildup, when I'm like delaying and, and edging and edging and I'm prolonging it, it's when 20, 20 30, 40, or however long we're into it. Yeah. Um, but for me, otherwise, sometimes, you know, most of the time uh, it just, you know, it just happens. And then I'm like, oh, OK, that was there's no fire. It, just kind, of, it kind of just falls out. <laughs> That's so interesting. So that that is really good to hear, actually, for me. So this just shows you I need to talk to more guys about how they come. Because I had yeah. I had a friend who um, he hadn't had sex for a long, long time. Like we're talking mm -hmm. like years. And he wow. had sex. He got he got laid. He, he went to a, like a speed dating thing, and it went really well. And he came back. He got laid. And then we were talking okay. about it, and I was asking for details and stuff. And and he was clearly uncomfortable. <laughs> but I was doing the podcast thing of like, tell me everything, tell me fucking everything. Um, and yeah, he mentioned he mentioned that when he came, it, it like went up on her shoulder, like from her like down here. He pulled out, and it went up on her shoulder. And Whoa. I was like, oh man, I missed the days where I could do that. And I put it down to my sex addiction stuff. So we've talked mm. ages for ages on my podcast about like um, how I think my sex addiction has kind of desensitized me a bit. And I haven't come in like distance since I was like a teenager, I think. Um, and I put it down to that. But Matt, if you're saying that you don't do it very often either, maybe it's an age thing. Maybe I've just grown out of it. Uh, I we don't are very really remember ever. <laughs> we are very old. Yeah, you're about to join the buddy club, Jamie. What yeah, about exactly. your life? What about your Asshole! What if you put like a finger up your asshole? Does that not make you like come a bit more like? Yeah, excited? that makes it. That makes it a bit more explosive. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. does it? Yeah. I didn't know that. I haven't had. Yeah. It. I haven't never had that. I've never had a girl stick a finger up my ass. What, mate? You, you haven't lived. You haven't lived. What? I, yeah, but that's the thing. So like, I, I, I only in the last six months um, was like, I've never tried anal play, and I'm like, you know, uh, am I missing something? And you know, I was totally. I mean, like, I so I, 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 I've tried a vibrator on my ass. I've tried all these different things because I was curious. Like, you know, uh, am I missing something? Calandra's uh, dude. Calandra. Dude. <laughs> dude. <laughs> and uh, you know, and the thing is, so I, I've only tried it alone at the moment. And you know, I, I don't, I don't have the same device that you do, Jamie. I, th I think I need to buy one of those to try that the prostate stimulation thing. Yeah. I've tried actually. I have, I have a few sex toys for women, which I uh, now is the time, Matt, Juliet. Uh, Juliet. Yes. Yeah. Yes, that thing, yes. right? Um, and so I've wanted to try it because I've never really, you know, I've never really had uh, a partner who's, yeah, where I, I felt like I even could say, hey, by the way, or not, not, not that I felt like they didn't think that it would be okay, but I sort of like, 
you know, uh, it, it's I think an issue that a lot of men have, like, does that make me gay? You know, which is Jamie, you had a great talk the other day. It's about a big thing, that. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's like, oh, no, uh, it's just penis and vagina. I'm a man. Urgh. But actually, you know, I'm not, you know, I, I'm just curious about experiencing the most sexual gain I can. And if that involves anal play, then so be it. Let's do it. Yeah, That's man. the most Mate, masculine one, one thing the, I can say. Yeah, yeah man. One, one of the most like striking things you've ever said to me was mm. when you mentioned how you felt like your orgasms had plateaued. Like yep. You felt like you'd reached like the ultimate orgasm. You've experienced the best one. And now I know you've not done butt stuff. Mate, you're at like a five out of ten. Like you've got so much. That's great to hear. Experience. Yeah, yeah. Go on. I'm going to buy you one. I'm going to send you one. All right. That's that's so good. If you get the ones that like hook around the balls as well, so that cups the balls, then goes straight in to like your asshole. And if it's got a bit of vibration as well, you just bob up and down. (laughs) That's just ball ball for me. But that's another that's another story, Jamie. We're talking about that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Your singular ball. Yeah, yeah. So Chloe, do you have any do you have any tips then for for if if uh, there are girls out there that want, or, or guys anybody wants to do this to a guy like mm. ass pleasure to a guy what are your what are your tips? First of all, consent. <laughs> I love that. Good job. Good job. Get that in. First of all, yeah, nice. Like I mean, I have my current boyfriend. I'm with like right now. Like I'm just like asshole. Give me the asshole. He's like no, no, please stop it. Get away. And obviously we're in a relationship, but he's just like consent. Okay. So first of all, yeah. Um, second of all, yeah, one finger's good for a person who hasn't done it before. Don't go shoving a whole fist in there. Even if you've got a really small one, it's just little pinky or like little, yeah. And this way up, this way up. No, no, this way, this way, this way up. Towards the penis. Like, yeah, so almost like yeah. if, you're, if okay. you're, yeah, so if you're like fingering a girl, it's this way up, right? Like, like that, right? Mm. Yeah. Yeah, so like, yeah. No poking this way because you'll hit a wall because that's not nice. Yeah. It goes in and like, you know, cut your fucking nails. You don't want any like acrylics because yeah. that is not a good lube. Lube as well. Oh, fuck me. Lube yeah. is so important. Like, honestly, I don't think people use lube enough. Spit just doesn't do it sometimes, <laughs> you know? Mm. Slow yeah, and steady. Yeah, you, you need a lot of spit. A lot of spit yeah. to make it. Yeah, yeah, lube's better, yeah. Yeah, do it, yeah. Do it, like, do it on balls. your own first, Matt, I'd say. Do I, I've tried. Like, I've tried. And, and I even tried, like, I, I have a, a few, like, Wee Vibe toys, um, which yeah. are more meant for vaginas, actually, not, not anal play. Um, maybe that's where I was going wrong. And I've tried to put those up my ass. <laughs> yeah, which, well, uh, which, so, yeah, I, so I tried, um, I don't know if I've got it to hand. I tried this, uh, this was my first exploration into, like, doing it on my own. One of these. Yeah. Ooh. Um, one of those, like, remote control vibrator thingies. And I was like, that was fun, but it didn't really do much. So I was sort of like, oh, maybe butt stuff isn't for me. I'll forget about it. And then I realized that there are, like, actual toys, like, made for it. Um, and, yeah, and, like, G-Spot and P-Spot are different toys entirely, like, the different shapes and sizes. And, yeah, you need to get the right one. So, yeah, I'd experiment a bit. Because I've, I've given up on it many times. But um, yeah. going back and, like, finding the right toy is super important, yeah. And then once you know you like I it, once like you it. discover that you like yeah. it, get a partner to, you know, try yeah. it out. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, there guys. You I appreciate that. I'll keep you updated, Jamie. And uh, Chloe. Please do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, do it. Go do, do it. it now and come back on before we finish. All right. You've got, got 20 yeah. seconds, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> In a bit. <laughs> will this, will this yeah. do? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just any old thing. Just get a like, catch-up oh, ball. Yeah. Yeah. Um, too, too, cool, too, so yeah, so we, we soon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah start small, oh my god. <gasps> slow down. Slow down. Oh yeah. my god, shit. I've had stories about that one. Fucking hell. <laughs> Honestly. Yeah. Glass is uh, yeah. really good as well for your ass. Glass is really good for mm. your ass. Really? Yeah, not like a glass, a glass, but like if you've got a glass dildo, a glass. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and you put it in the yeah. freezer or like something so it stays cold. Some people like okay. that. Some people do. Okay. Yeah. Oh, right. But I mean, oh, yeah, we might okay. get a bit like, or you can put it in hot water so glass like keeps the, I guess, the temperature. It's really, really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. summer's coming. I can mm-hmm. imagine like a frozen glass dildo up your ass would probably help out with the heat wave we're going to get, right? <laughs> 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 oh, that's a good one. Well, yeah, so, um, so yeah, we've chatted about, uh, so my episode that was out with Chloe this week. Let's chat about yeah. your episode, which was out two, last week. Well, last two weeks, I, I was super lucky and I got a couple two-parter on stripper stories i was pretty proud of that um so yeah what what did we chat about i mean in the first one it was all kind of we went all over the place didn't we We talked about like polyamory stuff and yeah um, all kinds of all all my my strange things that are in my head um yeah what was your what was your kind of favorite thing that we chatted about in the first part i did like learning about sex addiction because i've never spoken to anyone who is just so open and candid about it i mean obviously Mm. i know of and i've spoken to a lot of people in like my job who 
say they're they're going through sex addiction or they're they're on a journey. And um, we don't really talk about that when obviously we're doing sexual stuff. It's just kind of something they don't really want to talk about. Like mm. men, men wouldn't want to talk about as much, you know. So um, yeah, yeah. So I found that fascinating. That was really like of, of all the of all the people that have talk, spoke to you about thinking they have a sex addiction. How many of them actually went and like sought help for it? Not many. Really? Honestly, yeah. See, that's not the many. thing. Yeah. It seems like it seems like a bit of a throwaway comment um you know which is the main kind of we talked about this but it's the main kind of reason i want to i want to spread awareness for it because um it's quite damaging you know it can be really bad and it's not it's not a throwaway comment like i don't think it's, i think it's something we should take seriously like you know if someone told you if your friend told you they had a drinking problem you take it really seriously you know yeah um so yeah it's interesting that a lot of people seem to sort of know about it and you know maybe joke about having it um but i want to know sort of how serious you know they they feel it is um yeah. Yeah. I mean, so yeah, it's, you have to. It's... Sorry, carry on. No, I was done. <laughs> I'm so done. No, I think the right the right counselor like we were talking about is really important too. Sometimes yeah. you can go and speak to a counselor, and they're just like, "I'm just relationships," or "I'm just this," or they'll look at you in a type of way, you know, that you feel like you can't really talk about all the in and out workings of your head, you know. So yeah, I think that's probably part of the reason why people don't seek help as much, especially men who find it more difficult. Mm. Um, statistically to talk about sex I think if they go see one bad counsellor they'll give up they won't oh, see yeah. another one most people do yeah yeah so that's a big thing yeah counselling is like I'm, I'm always shouting about that you need to try different counsellors like you have to jump between them I've I've had counselling for uh, fuck knows, loads like most of my 20s and a bit of my teens and I've probably gone through about 15 different counsellors um, and like some of them are shit and I get rid of them after one session, three sessions, 10 sessions. And then some I keep around for like a year and then they sort of, I feel like they've solved the problem that I wanted them to solve and I'll move on to someone else. Um, right. yeah. Cause like an, uh, you know, uh, an anxiety counselor has completely different, you know, experience and techniques from an addiction counselor as does a, you know, a depression counselor or whatever. So yeah, it's good to jump around. Um, and yeah. it's, it's nice. Wait, it's quite t- nice. T- take me back to the beginning though. Tell me back to the beginning of that, because you know, all this, all this is like, you know, this is overwhelming information for someone who's never had any of this kind of stuff, right? Like a therapist right. or anything like that, right? So, if I were to come to you both, uh, obviously, probably not IGT live, but maybe we're getting that Why one not? Why and not? say and say, <laughs> hey, uh, I love you guys, and I know you love me, and I, I think I have a sex addiction because, like Jamie said last time, which was really interesting to hear, which was confirmed by a few others, that you know when you have a sex addiction when you're basically uh, it's impacting your life in the sense that you're choosing sex um over uh you know work or it's impacting your work and your life right? it's actually damaging and, and having a negative contribution to your life right jamie was catching trains to areas of the city of, of, of the city and the country which would impact his life and, and he was on his way back thinking like what the hell all that person is not actually someone they want to be with right so that's when you know you cross over right so say i've crossed yeah. over and i come to you both where do i find a counselor how where, where's the first step to finding a counselor um well for me i would say that um I personally use BetterHelp, um, and better help. we're also BetterHelp. Yeah, BetterHelp. The the podcasts are also affiliates of it, and then we have like a there's like a podcast link um, that gets you a discount as well. Not that I'm plugging it too much, but I I, I yeah. am happy to plug that because it's what I've been using for the last four years. Mm. Um, so um, it's not like a weird sponsorship thing. But yeah, BetterHelp is really good because it's all online and it's quite a nice way to get counselling for the first time because you can either do it um, over the phone, over video mm. chat like this, or over text chat. So it kind of caters for all of, you know, levels of confidence with counselling. Um, that's good. And you can also, like, it kind of gives you, like, a menu of counsellors. So you kind of say, <laughs> yeah. oh, I'm here because I have addiction problems. And it's like, here's yeah. seven addiction counsellors. Do you like the look of any of them? And it's got their, like, CVs and, you know, histories and stuff. Mm. So that's really cool. There's also going through the NHS um, for mm. counselling, which I wouldn't recommend massively because... Um, Bless them. Well, I had NHS counselling when I was 16, 17, 18-ish, um, and it was an absolute godsend, completely saved my life, turned everything around for me. And it was so good that it was getting recommended to everyone. GPs started telling everyone to get counselling, and now they're completely overburdened and they can't do it. They wow. can't keep, keep up with people. So they kind of refer you to, like, online help videos, and they, they tell you books, they give you books to read, like self-help books, mm. um, which is great, but I think talking therapy is the strongest form. It was for me anyway. Mm. So, um, yeah, I would say get on, a, get on an online counselling thing. And the only mm. reason I say better help is because I've shopped around loads, because, like I say, yeah. I've had this. I've had, I've had weekly counselling for three and a half years straight now. Mm. um and i've shopped around because i'm trying to find the cheapest one <laughs> and better help yeah. is the cheapest one and it's really good so yeah I'm so that, that's my second question i think a lot of people at least in my experience when i've done like professional performance coaching and business uh, coaching right that's like 250 pounds a session right so <laughs> i think a lot a lot yeah. of people are sort of like 
oh, counseling, uh, I don't have the money for that, you know, and mm. it's going to cost me 100 or 200 pounds a week. And even though that's an investment in yourself, if it costs that, you should look at it that way. I'd rather spend that on a dinner uh, or <laughs> cocaine, you know, that's what people unfortunately <laughs> do. So it's true, though, let's be honest, right? right. Um, so uh, yeah, so how much does it cost, Jamie? Let's burst that bubble. Is it affordable? Um, well, it is the most affordable version of counselling that I've found personally. And again, this isn't because, you know, that, that we work with them on the podcast. It's because yeah. I'm tight and I don't earn much, earn much money. I started counselling when I was full-time in music, so I didn't have any fucking yeah. money. Um, so this <laughs> is the cheapest one i found. I think it, better help is um, strange in that I think it's about £50 a week, like per week per okay. session for the first three yeah. months. And then after that, it goes down to about £20 per week um, per session. So it's kind of, it pays to be long-term in it. Um, but also I know a bunch of people that have gone there for like the first month, just paid the first month and then they feel a lot better and they're kind of done. Um, because yeah. yeah, the thing with counseling is like, you don't need to have it every week. You know, it's, that's just mm. something that I do. I like it being part of my lifestyle. I don't go to the gym, yeah. so I go to counseling instead. Um, yeah. so I'm fat, but happy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so some people just do it for a month and then they give you, the thing with counselling is that they give you like tools and techniques to help you in mm. life and, you know, uh, you can take them away and then never pay another penny. And, you know, as long as you mm. keep putting the work in and using the, the techniques that they gave you, you're good. Um, so yeah, I think BetterHelp's about £50 each. If you go to mm. uh, £50 per week per session, if you go to betterhelp.com forward slash, let's talk about sex, Jamie, it's 10% off. Um, so yeah, give that a go. But um, yeah. yeah. I'll stop talking about Thank it. You. I'm always banging on about no, no, it. I think my counsellor's in the amazing. chat as well, yeah. so she's probably judging every word I say. She's going to put her rates up. Put her rates up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, Jamie, this is cheap. Oh, okay, I can punch yeah. it a bit. No, but thank yeah. you, because I, I just honestly, personally as well, I, I was nervous when I, when I first did some business coaching and stuff like that and performance coaching because I was like, you know, I was expecting this to cost me like a fortune over the next like couple of months and things like that. Right? And then the truth is like that area of the world I think does, but it's actually good to know that, yes, it, it's, not, it's, not, it's not like, you know, pennies, but you have to look at it, I guess, as an as an investment in yourself yeah. and your future, right? And and you don't have to do it forever. You know, some people like EJ, yeah. you've loved it, and you you see it as like an integral part of your life, and it's it yeah. helped you so much. But you know, there is there is a get out. You know, it's not like you're tied in now for a subscription that gym membership you never go to, but you always pay. You know. Yeah, exactly. That's the thing. You got to weigh it up. You know, like fifty pounds is like one big night out, right? In London, exactly. You know, that's, yeah. that's like what's what's fifty pounds? That's like eight rounds of drinks that's one big night out well one and then how shitty does that night night out make you feel a couple of days after exactly. you know you yeah. get a two-day hangover you could have yeah. you could have had a counseling session and like you know i don't know i i'm super biased towards counseling i'm very aware of that i've gotten shit for it in the past um whenever someone's got a problem I'm like you should talk to someone <laughs> but um, yeah i'm a i'm a mental mental health first aider got my qualification up on the wall over there you can see it no right way there, white thing there. Wow. Um, and basically all that means is that like i kind of help people find counseling and, and the right kind of professional help so yeah i'm a big fan yeah. of that um you just so did it right now ranting, i just did it right now yeah there you go yeah um so yeah big fan of that um have you had much experience with counseling chloe yeah i go every week Every single yeah. week, but I go and see someone in their office. I guess since lockdown, you're allowed to do that. Um, I kind of prefer that personally because yeah. I don't know why. I'm just a, a per person. I want to see their face. I want to like be in the same room. Um, mm. It is a bit yeah. more money that way. I pay hundred pound a week. That's a, yeah. I mean that is high end, I guess. And um, she's very, uh, you know, I guess she's a sex therapist. She's lovely. Um, she just works for me. I tried better help a few times actually and not really found a person i think it's just person mm. for me mm. i think it's maybe yeah. because it's online and the kind of distance i feel like i, I can't really put my words together very well i think my yeah. inner ramblings of a stripper just pour out when I'm <laughs> of someone instead it's a lot easier for me so um she's pretty cool i mean she doesn't mm. i mean i said to her the other day i was like i felt really good this week and i felt great for the last four weeks i think i might just have it every other week and she's like yeah. that's the work for us personally because i'm like trying to squeeze the fucking money out of me yeah. <laughs> it's a business <laughs> literally but she's like if you do it every other week with me i found that it's only a catch-up you're not actually getting down to the deeper things that Same you really here, yeah. want to talk about yeah. if you're just doing it every other week and i kind of do get that um and it is quite expensive it's something that i probably won't do for the rest of my life but for now it's good it's just i mean Saying cancelling is the best thing ever. I mean, I wouldn't say I ever look forward to going. Putting my fucking clothes on, sitting in that chair and being like, is that awkward five minutes of like, how has your mm. week been? You're like, do I tell her all the fucking filthy shit in my mind, <laughs> right? Um, and then yeah. once you get past that, it's fine. But I mm. think 
some days, like, we joke about counselling all the time, me and Jamie, because I've had to, like, cancel a few times. I'm like, my counselling has changed. He's like, all right, <coughs> enjoy your fucking counselling. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Chloe's, Chloe's, Chloe's ghosted me a couple times, and then used counselling as the reason. I'm like, fuck, well, I'm not going to you. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> I, hope you, I, hope, I hope you work it out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Please be with you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, it does put me in a bit of a bad mood sometimes for the rest of the day. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Like, or, I, you know, I'm, oh, like, yeah. like, dreading it. Um, yeah. And you do sometimes come out feeling worse than you went in, but I think after a while it does. You do see the benefits of, of it. I think you just need to stick with it, you know, instead of like yeah. I found wanting to run away. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I'm definitely a massive pro pro counselling. Yeah, yeah, 100%. yeah. The the feeling the feeling worst after you go in thing is really is really interesting because I I think the brain's a muscle. And you get that, like some, some counseling sessions, you, you kind of feel a bit broken down afterwards. And I, I've gone into a, a bunch and felt completely fine and then end up coming out mid breakdown, like, and it's been oh. awful. But it always feels great afterwards because, you know, it's kind of, it kind of breaks down. So some of the best kind of counseling breakthroughs I've ever had have been um, when I went in feeling like there was nothing really to talk about. And then it was like, so what is your relationship like with your mom? And then it's, it's like, ooh, and your entire life wow. is too. Um, but then that's where all the building comes. That's where all the healthy building comes. And then you feel like a fucking, like we've said it before, like I'm getting a bit round in lockdown, but I feel like my brain has a six pack because of um, all the counseling I'm doing. Like I feel so emotionally strong now because of it. So yeah, I love in that case it isn't obvious, I'm very pro counseling. <laughs> I'm sorry to yeah. rant. You've hit one of those things. Sex addiction and counselling, the two things I can't shut the fuck up about, and you've asked me about them both. I'm sorry. Um, this is valuable, man. This is what this is all about. Like, you know, I'm new I'm new to this game, and this is all just, mm. this is so valuable, and I just find this really, you know, normalising these things. Like, you know, uh, something, I'm not going to talk about this one now, but I did a post just the other day, which just, like, absolutely exploded. Everyone was, like, commenting. I had 200 comments in, like, three hours. Because uh, I said, like, I can't cry. I haven't mm. been able to cry since I was a child. And anyway, and you mentioned like, you know, you go through this counseling and I, cause I, I'm like, is that okay? Like I'm a 30 year old guy and I can't cry. And I've gone through a breakup recently and I haven't cried. And when my dad mm. died four years ago, almost unexpectedly, I can't cry. I've always thought like counseling, should I go through this kind of stuff because I should access those emotions there. Um, I'm curious. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a big counseling thing. Right? Away. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, well, I mean, I, I've literally had counseling sessions where I asked them to make me cry because I felt like <laughs> I, I, I had so much pent up. I had, so I they just hit you years. straight away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they were just like, yeah, you are kind of ugly. You're right. And I was like, right. But yeah, no, it's, it's a big thing. Do you feel, do you feel like the kind, of, um, the kind of being a man thing is holding you back mm. from crying? Do you think Yeah, that? for sure. Yeah, yeah, 100%. I mean, for me, it was like when my father passed away, like, it was like, all right, you're the man of the family now. Like, I remember, like, so I lived in Oslo, right? And I got, I woke up at 6.30 on that morning. And actually, I had a show that day. I had a 200-person show that sold out. And I'd, like, I'd had a plan. I'm going to wake up, have breakfast of champions, bacon and eggs, mm. hit the gym, you know, shows at four. You know, I had all these plans. And then, like, I woke up, my phone was just, like, all these missed messages from my mother and my sister. My sister was in Sydney. My mother is in London. Uh, and then I, I finally got hold of my sister and she was crying and she was, I was like, she's like, dad had a heart attack. And I was like, you know, what, is he alive? She's like, no. Then I called my mom I booked, while I was booking a flight to London. And I remember I was on the plane and I was thinking, all right, you know, like, I was just like, this was so, such a surreal experience. And I remember just thinking like, um, what the fuck, you know, <laughs> like, all right, you get there, you get that. You're like, mom, come here, girl. I got you, Julia, we're getting you back from Sydney you know, mm. uh, and all this kind of stuff. And then I went into overdrive. I was like, all right, we've got to sort the house out. We've got to sort this out. Mom, what are we doing? I just went into overdrive of like sorting these things out. And, uh, but I never had like an emotional moment. And I, I thought, and I had a bit of a fight with my mom and my sister about it as well, because, you know, I, I, we, were we were throwing away his clothes, right? And I was like, what are we keeping or not? And they were very emotional about that. But I was like practical, like, no, no, yes, no, no. And they were like, slow down and take your time. But I was like, no, no yeah. emotions, just straight in, practical. Let's get the job done anyway. That's really yeah, important. it sounds like you. It sounds like you properly went into kind of yeah man mode, like yeah. man mode of like yeah you're the man of the house now, so you need to have no emotion. You need to sort shit out and fix everything. Mm. Like um, yeah. yeah, yeah, it's because it's what's been drilled into us, right? It's, that's mm. what men do. They don't cry. Yeah. They get shit done. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it's fucked up, you know. And mm. it kind of it, it bleeds into this whole not all men thing that we've been talking about recently. You yeah. know, like no wonder so many men have fucking issues in their like fifties mm. and sixties and seven. They've got so many, you know, pent up issues because they haven't ever spoken about how they feel. They've never like cried, yeah. you know. Um, yeah, yeah and I, I, I'm super. I'm a super sensitive person. I'm very like uh, feminine in a lot of ways. I've got very like feminine energy, and I still can't make myself cry for the fucking life of me. Mm. Um, and I've been in similar situations to you, Matt. You know, um, where it's like. 
you should probably stop and cry and let yourself mm-hmm. be sad. And it's fucking impossible. Mm-hmm. You can't do it. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's almost yeah. worse than well when someone says, oh, just let it out. You're like, just don't yeah. fucking talk to me. You know, I think it's a way. How? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I think that there is that thing that coming back to counseling, that if you go and sit with someone who's completely unbiased, doesn't really know you, and isn't like a friend that you feel like you're burdening, isn't like a mum that you feel like you have to be mm. strong for, or a friend that is, you know, even a friend. I think a counsellor or a therapist who sat there, and they're just kind of like letting you, I mean, my, she just does this thing that's like, how are you? And just stares mm. at me. <laughs> and if you say anything else, it's like, <gasps> yeah, it comes out, you know, it comes yeah. out then, and she's just awkwardly staring yeah. at you, not really expecting anything. And I think yeah. maybe that's that's might be useful, you know, not having... Mm. An expectation just someone sitting there, yeah, you're fucking paying them, unfortunately, but I mean, they don't know you and they're just there to listen. Then they have an incentive as well. Yeah. Paying for that time and that service. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I do I do think I do think paying for someone is like kind of weird and shallow as it sounds. I do think paying for someone to listen to you (laughs) kind of releases a lot of the burden. Like even if Matt, you and I we talk about Mm. all kinds of vulnerable things, right? You can talk to me about anything, you know that. But there's even still a small barrier where you know you can't Mm. talk to me about like that one thing though, you know? We couldn't Mm. have that chat. Um, you don't want you don't want someone to know those feelings that are in your head. Mm. Um, mm. But with a counsellor, I think people who haven't tried it, you'd be surprised how much comes out when you realise <laughs> this person doesn't fucking care or matter. You know, once you tell them stuff, it's gone. And once you leave the room, it'll never come out again. You know, I'm not going to tell yeah. anyone about it. And the dark shit that comes out of you is really nice mm. sometimes. Um, yeah. So, so value of a stranger's advice. I've experienced that massively as well. Um, I've done that recently. I started this 100-day video challenge on YouTube, right? Um, and I'm 45 days in or whatever. And I've had a few people who've taken inspiration from that. 45 and, days, yeah. sorry. 45 days? Yeah. What, why <laughs> is that? No way. What, what's this? Okay, what's after, that? after this, we're going to nah, that Let's not get into that. We'll come back to that. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, anyway, long story short, all I was going to say is that, you know, I've had a few people reach out to me who are strangers, effectively, and I basically just kind of schooled them on, all right, I think you should do this and do this and do this. And... I don't have any context to their life. Like some, you know, friends and family are wonderful and they want the best for you, but often what's best for you isn't actually what's best for you. And a family friend uh, or a family member or, or, or a friend, you know, doesn't want to see you go through hardships. So like, no, take, take, you know, don't go, don't go to the gym today or don't, you know, drop the, the eating plan for a week or whatever it is you're trying to achieve. So actually their best intentions aren't actually the best intentions for you. So actually having someone who's like, has a vested interest in you succeeding forget about your life and what you're doing just like no i need to see you you know fix these emotions and we don't see each other for beers on a friday well i don't know jamie you seem pretty pretty clued up and pretty close with your with your counselor because she's in the she's in america things, but... we can't go for beers. okay it's fine. oh there you go perfect <laughs> there you go but it's true because you know that that, that means that there's that barrier where it's like well we're never going to become you know buddies and, and and that kind of thing in that sense so you know they they you know there's that lack of Vested interest as a friend versus a family member. Yeah, you're not. You're not. You, you haven't got your mask on. Sorry, Chloe. You yeah, don't, you don't have your mask on. You're <laughs> like, I mean, to be fair, Chloe, you probably literally go to counselling dressed like that. I won't put it past you. Honestly, um, yeah. she would love it. She would love yeah. it. Have you ever forgotten to take it off? Like, oh, sorry, you know, the kids are crying. <laughs> yeah. you know? like, oh, whoops. <laughs> exactly. Fuck it, but it is sweaty in here. I'm not gonna lie. Like my nostrils. I don't even know what's going on. Yeah, like, you're like you're struggling. It looks oh, good though. Don't worry. Delightful. But yeah, yeah, you're right. And having someone that's kind of stripped away from all of your like mm. social, yeah. you know, connections and family connections is really nice. And I think you don't really know that until you're in there talking to them about your deep dark secrets that you never intended to tell anyone. Um, yeah. And there's also like when you tell when you tell friends, no matter how kind of detached um, and useful, like like I said, I keep banging on about it. I'm a mental health first aider. I, we, they train us how to listen to things like and like not offer advice. That's the, that's the big yeah. thing because when people yeah. talk to friends, it's like, oh, let me listen to your problem and then offer you advice. And it's like, that's not what you need sometimes. Sometimes you just need to offload issues and mm. not really get anything back. And a counsellor can offer that, you know? Um, yeah, and that's, that's super important. Because, yeah, when you talk to anyone that's got any kind of, you know, vested interest in you as a friend or a partner or a family, yeah. you know, they're going to want to try and fix things because that's, that's what we do. Mm. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, yeah. All right, that went way too deep. Uh, <laughs> but thank kind you, of both of you, actually. <laughs> back to come. Back to come. <laughs> Yeah, the, the, we're talking about men's cum too much in this podcast, yeah. this podcast yeah. whatever we are on grandma says let's talk about the female cum okay all right how do female cum. women come women come i mean look, let's talk to both of you guys Flipping so first off we're running. trying to so i'm trying to loop this back to our ig live from last week we're trying mm-hmm. to remove the whole make people come comment we're trying to oh, we're right. trying to make it like a help mm-hmm. people come Help people, uh, like sharing yeah. virginity instead of losing virginity. That's better yeah. too. Yeah, yeah, there I you go. agree. So okay, yeah, we're trying so to go okay. that. But yeah, help people then in that case. 
How do you help women come? What is like your tips and tricks for the masculine? Okay, guys? well, so I, I'll, I'll be completely honest, as uh, we tend to be on this, Jamie, don't we? Um, I have a bit of a fetish for the female ejaculation. I actually. By like, you mean squirting, right? Squirting, correct. Yeah. Um, so I, I quite like that, actually. It's happened once to me. And, but the girl's reaction was like, she was like, oh my God. And, uh, and it's definitely something that, I've, that I haven't experienced since. And I believe that I know how to do, I mean, like, I, I believe that I know how to make it happen um, in terms of, uh, I totally watch stuff on like, there's, there's some porn site, there's some Australian guy who like teaches sex things. And I've just been quite I curious. See, I, I watched, I know exactly what video. Robbie Oz, I Robbie it. Oz. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. Robbie Oz, I watched yeah. it when I was like 18 and it was like how to make yeah. a girl squirt and yeah. Really? There's those yeah. things out there? Fuck. It's on Pornhub, yeah. yeah. Nice. Yeah, exactly. It's on Pornhub, yeah. Right. And uh, anyway, and, and, and I, I've also experienced like that kind of technique, uh, apart from going all the way with it, is something that I've used and I use to this day. And every time I'm with a new sexual partner and I do that technique, not trying to make a cum, but uh, sorry, uh, well, it ejaculates, just trying to make her have an amazing orgasm. It's for the most part, like literally nine times out of 10, the girl's like, wow, that was an eight out of 10 orgasm. Uh, and it, we're first time, you know, one night even encountered. What's like, the technique yeah, sure. Show us. So, you know, I've never, I, I've always wanted to talk to some people about this technique to get some Ooh. affirmation if, if I'm doing this right. So, so what I'm it sure is, is basically, feedback. Yeah. so uh, obviously I don't start with this thing. We just don't <laughs> yeah, she's like to this, right? Yeah, yeah. Matt, tell me more. <laughs> um, I'm sorry, I, I feel very shiny because I literally finished the gym and I just had, had a shower and I did it's a face fine. mask. We'll just pretend okay. you've been squirted on. Yeah. I accept yeah. <laughs> who you are. Go on. I actually thought about wearing my face mask on this, Jamie. A, one, to like demystify the you fact that have. men can wear face masks, but also because I knew you would just probably. Anyway, here's the technique, everyone. You're welcome. Um, J Jamie and I will release a course later, so this is just for all the freebies right now. Jamie will release it later. <laughs> so... Obviously, you're you know you're well into the stimulation process, and my headphones just made the noise so, of the dying. So oh, we'll get such through this good quick. sexy talk. Well in the stimulation <laughs> process. I I Molly. What was it? Molly. 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 Molly overs. Molly over. Anyway. Yeah. So two fingers. Uh, I usually do the middle two because they're a bit stronger. Yeah. Middle two. Like, yeah. You know, uh, and scouts honor or whatever it is. is this um, maybe I should call it the scout. <laughs> the scout. The scout. It is. It's tiring. That's why I'm a committed male, and I want my women to have amazing orgasms. <laughs> committed male. I'm I a committed male. Like that, but that is. Ex I can't do it. Wait. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. Anyway, so so basically, after like after I've warmed things up, and there's you know there's there's natural lubricant uh, and, and a lot of other things. She's really enjoying things. There's like nipple play. There's touching. There's kissing. You know what I do is so basically like getting straight to the point. Cutting cutting to the chase. Everyone. Here's the highlight. So think, fingers in like that, you know, this kind of deep, right? So like resting almost by the, by the end of the knuckles there. And, I, and you can feel the G spot. Okay, everyone's doing it. Like, oh, everyone, classroom. Join in at home, guys. I want to see everyone you doing Everyone's joining at home. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm there. And then tongue on the clitoris. And I, I sometimes put the hood back of the clitoris, depending on obviously everyone, every nice. woman's clitoris yeah. is different, right? So you can rest your hand and push the hood back. <laughs> and then I'm there like this. I'm going to do it. So I'm there. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I'm not... I'm not I'm not flickering all the time, but I'm sometimes, you know, I'm, I'm slowing the flicker. I'm, I'm going left to right and I'm just playing with, I'm, I'm sensing how, because like every woman's different. Guys, every woman is different. Every vulva is different. Every clitoris is different. So, you know, you know and, and they're all beautiful and they're all amazing and they're all sensitive in slightly different areas, but also in the same areas, like 80%, you know, so you, you yeah. have some kind of like target zones. There's so like, deep, a, there's like a, a fuzzy map. There's a fuzzy map for yeah. everyone. You just got to find exactly. the, and the, and the yeah. Exactly. And the blurred, the blurred lines are, you know, more fuzzy than others. Um, but you know, and then you get into that and then you do this thing. And honestly, I've, I swear to God, no bragging, nothing like that. I've made women come this way that have been like, I've never come like this before. Uh, and you know, yeah, yeah. Uh, and, I, and I'm no different to anyone. Jamie, you could do exactly the same as I can. Anyone watching this who's male or female, could yeah. do exactly the same. That, yeah, uh, the exact, exact yeah. same movement you did is exactly what I've been doing for a decade. Yeah, and it was, <laughs> <laughs> someone screenshot. That one is tried uh, and tested and wins a prize. Yeah, that is an absolute- Honestly, yeah, I swear to God, I've done this on multiple different women and every single one of them, I've always managed to reach that kind of thing. And they've all been like, wow, yeah. that was really great. And obviously in relationships, they're like, that's something I go to as a, as a fail safe. If like, you know, I come too early or the sex hasn't worked or, or any reason I'm like, all right, we've always got my good old trusty technique. <laughs> you definitely have a name for it, don't you? What's it called? Come What's on. it called? No, but I don't. The Molly over. Let's name it. The right. Molly, the Molly over. over. This is the Molly over. This is the Molly over. <laughs> the funny thing is, all, right, all I think about, 
is over is is cricket in cricket like an over so i think <laughs> molly over you know like, anyway again, sorry again the difference again between holding everyone. a wine glass like this and holding a wine glass like this there we go it reminds you of cricket um chloe yeah, quickly, we're wrapping up give us your give us your uh your your top tip on uh vagina pleasure go on enthusiasm that is all you need <laughs> genuinely nice. we that's what we spoke about last time i think anyone who's enthusiastic and eager to like communicate and listen that's all the one that wants Okay, there's no fucking yes or right. Like you said, everybody's whole is different. Just be happy with the whole, be kind to the whole, and just enthusiastic, you know? Mm, Say hi to it, like introduce yourself, it's nice. Yeah, um, you asked me yeah. on your on, on Stripper Stories podcast, you asked me how I want um, a blowjob given to me. And yeah. I said with enthusiasm, and like yeah. it's the best thing that you put in your mouth all day. And you said, yeah. it is the best thing you put in your mouth all day. <laughs> So that's the, yeah, that's the mentality we all need, I think. Yeah. For real. Definitely. For real. I yeah. Yeah. Sweet. All right. Cool. Well, there you go. We're done. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. It's always uh, an injection of um, monster energy drink straight to the jugular <laughs> when I chat to you. So, yeah. Thanks for hanging out with us. Of course. Thank you so much for having me. Honestly, it's a pleasure to meet you, Matt, and lovely to see you guys. <laughs> Thank you so Chloe, much. thank so, you so much. You're wonderful. Of course. Everybody, of course. everybody go check out Stripper Stories Podcast, um, at Stripper Stories Podcast. Um, I'm on it. Two-part episode in the last two weeks, so you should definitely go check it out for that reason. And Chloe is on Let's Talk About Sex Jamie this week, so that's up. And you thank should go check you that out. Much. Yeah. Oh, Thanks, yeah, guys. All right, until done. next time. Bye. Cheers. Good happy birthday, Hannah. Last time, we love you. Oh, birthday, yeah. Happy birthday. Chloe, I love you. Chloe, I love you too. I need my cheers. I need my cheers. Yeah. Love you. Bye. Hello everyone, it's me, Jamie, and I've got an important announcement to make, alright? This podcast is now sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, anyone who's been listening to the podcast for the last however long it's been knows that I've been shouting about this company for years, since day one. One of our first episodes was a counselling session with me and my counsellor from BetterHelp, um, and I've been on it for years now probably like coming up to like four years i think maybe five years i've been on it um getting counseling um on a weekly basis and i love it and yeah anyone who knows me anyone who's spoken to me about mental health stuff over the years um or resistance to this podcast knows that i'm a massive fan of better help and uh what they offer so they are sponsoring this podcast now which is cool which means we have a discount link um you get 10 percent off if you go to betterhelp.com forward slash let's talk about sex jamie there's a link in the bio and yeah so one of my favorite things about better help better help they keep telling me to pronounce it properly because my because of my accent i don't say t's very well um better help better help H-E-L-P are an American company and I really like that because I'm based in London and the time zones kind of match up quite nicely so that I can get a lot of my counselling like in the evenings um, and after work and stuff which is really cool but yeah another part of them being American means they've given me a big old document to read as part of this advert for them so I'm going to go through and do that American podcasts are really good at this they're used to reading out advertisements I think but um, I'm not sure uh, it's really the same flavour as English podcasts but let's find out shall we so i'm going to read through this thing that is completely not scripted and completely my own words is there something interfering with your happiness or is preventing you from achieving your goals hosts inserts personal experience um anyone listens to the podcast knows that i've had counseling for a bunch of different reasons most recently uh sex addiction um before then anger management before then anxiety and depression stuff uh, i got a bit of cbt um yeah and better help gives you access to all those things which is super cool um and yeah uh, i don't need to i don't really need to go on about how good counseling is do i to you know achieve your goals um, uh, BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. Yeah, it's really cool. It's a bit like Tinder for therapists. You, you put in like your problems, <laughs> the things that you want to talk to someone about, and then it comes up with all these different counsellors who um, specialise in that area, and you can kind of read a little bio and like read their reviews and stuff and pick which one's for you. That's really cool. I've gone through like probably probably about 14 counsellors in my time on BetterHelp, um, and yeah, it's really it's really nice. It's quite, quite exciting actually meeting a new counsellor. So yeah, there's a bunch of different people on there. Um, you can start communicating in under 48 hours it's not a crisis line it's not self-help it is professional counseling done securely online yeah it's um it's actual therapy and uh for me living in london especially um i think it's the same for like most major cities out there therapy in-person therapy is really expensive um this gives you that but you know 
at the kind of whenever you want to do it it's all online and you can do like you know video voice or text chat um and it's way cheaper than seeing someone in person so um yeah it's actual proper like therapy uh online securely online there is a broad range of expertise available which may not be locally available in many areas also true very good point the service i mean you know me because these are my own words i'm not reading a script the service is available for clients worldwide because it's on the internet you can log in to your account anytime and send a message to your counsellor, which I often do. Sorry, Heather. I send messages at all, at all points in, in the day and night. Um, it's pretty good for that. You can also um, mark them as urgent, which is quite nice. I think a lot of people, when they think about online counselling, they kind of think, oh, you know, I'm, I'm, it's like a bit of a distance. Like you're not completely like fully in touch with your counsellor. But um, I think, you know, with it being online, you're more in touch with them and you can mark messages as urgent if you want like a, a quicker response. Um, yeah, which is really cool. So, yeah, you can send them messages anytime. You'll get timely and thoughtful responses, plus you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions, so you won't ever have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room as with traditional therapy. Yeah, that, that is good. Um, yeah, you can really fit it around your schedule. It's awesome. I like to go for walks and have calls. Um, I used to do video chats with my counsellor. Now I do text chats, like live text chats. It's a bit like being on MSN. It's very fun. I've just shown my age there, haven't I, by talking about MSN. Moving on. Better help is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches so they make it easy and free to change counsellors as needed. That's true. I've jumped between loads of counsellors. Um, when it wasn't really working out, I just kind of sack them off and on to the next one. It's, it's a bit like dating apps for counsellors. Probably shouldn't say that. They probably won't like that. It's more affordable than traditional offline counselling and financial aid is available. That is true. This is hands down. I'm fully, I've, I've properly looked everywhere because um, I've got a lot of friends who are broke <laughs> but want counselling. This is hands down the cheapest way I've uh, found, uh, the cheap, cheapest like access to counselling i found. Um, yeah, and if you are struggling, there are buttons you can press to get um, further discounts and stuff. And obviously use our code, uh, what is it? Betterhelp.com forward slash. Let's talk about Sex Jamie and you get 10% off. That's really cool. BetterHelp wants you to to start living a happier life today how american was that there's a catchphrase love it love a catchphrase love a tagline visit their website and read their testimonials that are posted daily hosts can read some testimonials from here um i'm not going to because i think my entire podcast <laughs> is a testimonial testimonial to better help uh, yeah i'm a massive advocate for it as you guys know always have been i think everyone should get counseling whether you feel like you really need it or not um it's always good to check in and yeah better help is by far the best platform i've found for counseling and all the people that i've recommended to it over the years uh, have said the same thing they they like it so yeah visit better help.com forward slash let's talk about sex jamie that's better help h-e-l-p and join the over one million people oh my god who've taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional nice in fact so many people have been using better help that they are recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states that's the thing as well if you're a counselor and fancy a bit of like online counseling work they're also looking to hire you Special offer for podcast name listeners get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com forward slash let's talk about sex Jamie. Oh, yeah, there we go. All right, I'm super proud that um, this podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. As you guys know, I'm a huge fan of the service and I have been using it for years. I intend on using it for many years and I really want people to try out um, counseling like this because I think it's really cool and it's really easy to like fit around our busy lives and it's cheap as well and even cheaper with discount code betterhelp.com forward slash let's talk about sex jamie how'd i do was that all right that felt okay it didn't feel too like sell out anyway love you bye